raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, and welcome to this week's Healing the Whole Person. We have our special, wonderful healing priest, Father Bob Sears, SJ, with us today. I'll be your moderator, Joan McHugh, and uh, I would like, you all know Father Sears. He speaks once a month on this show. He's a professor of theology and psychotherapy. He was at Loyola, much in demand spiritual director and a counselor, workshop and retreat presenter. And he, um, he's gonna be our featured speaker at our upcoming October Healing the Whole Person Conference at Mundelein in Mundelein, Illinois in 2017, October 27th and 28th. If you like what you hear today, go to Father Bob's website, www.familytreehealing.com. Father Bob Sears, in the interest of full disclosure, he gave me spiritual direction for over 10 years and changed my life. And he will change yours, so listen up, everybody. He's going to be speaking about responding to requests for help that is in prayer. Father Bob, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Joan. Yes, uh, that's uh, the topic that I chose for today. We all <clears throat> get requests for help, and some of them we can respond to, and other times uh, we have a difficulty in knowing how. And so the, the question came up to me by a friend who called me, and <clears throat> she was upset that a close relative of her had been calling her with needs that were more than she could give. And she felt bad about it because she had a close relationship with a relative and the burden of wanting to give something and not being able to was keeping her up at night. After all, didn't Jesus say, do not turn away from one who asks if you have, if you can give to them, Matthew 5, 42. Or with what measure you measure, it'll be measured to you, Luke 6, 38. Don't we all feel that kind of obligation to do something? But what if you can't? That raised a question to me, since the request seemed to be coming from God, what was God trying to teach her? I thought of the people Jesus sends to me for healing. Many of them have the same problem God had healed in me. My depression, for example, helped me to understand people who came to me having the depression. But God also sent me people I didn't seem able to help or they just got a little better after years of counseling. What was God teaching me then? To me, it seemed like he was stretching me with those people. He was asking me to learn more or to get more deeply healed myself so that I could, you know, respond to their needs. I began to see that these cases as a call to grow in healing by letting Jesus guide both of us to healing. The one who got me thinking about this, the, my friend, was overwhelmed by her relative's despair, needing more than she felt she could give. My friend wanted to help her, but 
she couldn't be God for her. And she thought that telling her to trust God would only make it deeper and maybe destroy their relationship since her relative had difficulty trusting God. So it came to her, it came to me to tell her anyway, that it would be better simply to tell the truth. I suggested something like, I'd really like to help you, but I can't. I just get overburdened like you. The worry keeps me up at night and I get exhausted. In fact, your problem is like a problem I had when I asked God to give me a friend to take away my loneliness and nothing seemed to happen. And then I suggested she could continue to share what did help her. She could say something like, I was told to let Jesus be my friend, even my spouse, as he's the spouse of the whole church, according to Revelations 29 to 10, Jerusalem, the bride of the Lamb coming out of heaven from God. And she could then share that when she actually did return to the Catholic Church and the Eucharist, she experienced Jesus' great love for her. That happened to her. And it gave her a deep peace that took away her loneliness. It wasn't a quick fix because she went back and forth in her doubt. But when she returned to the Eucharist, she again found that peace. So she began to see that maybe not getting what she thought she needed was itself a gift. It turned her to the one who loved her with all his heart, who gave his life for her, and who could never change his mind, since he is God himself. He could only love her with all his heart. Then she could offer to pray with her for that openness to Jesus' love if she wanted. If she said yes, the prayer would help both of them to grow in that saving trust in being loved. If she said no, or not at this time, then my friend had nothing else to give because she couldn't do it herself. It was beyond what she could do at the time. And she could leave her relative to God without feeling guilty about it because she did all that she could do. In the meantime, she could pray for a deeper trust in God's love herself and take the means to live that love. And then the very request would bless her, however it turned out for her relatives. So that's what I suggested. And then she talked to me about what she actually did. And it seemed that God was giving her an experience that underlined what I was saying to her. My friend wanted to give her relative a gift card through the internet to buy groceries that she needed. And she sent it, but her relative didn't have a valid credit card, so the internet source informed my friend that they would send the gift card to her and that she could purchase the groceries and then have them sent to her relative. <laughs> that was a beautiful illustration. She had to receive the gift first and then give it to her relative. Jesus is good at parables. She needed to grow in her trust that Jesus was the answer to her own prayer for a friend in order to help her relative. Only then could she let her experience be a model for her relative. And if her relative accepted the example, then the request, which was beyond what either of them could do by themselves, 
would be a gift for both of them, a call to trust in Jesus' infinite love for both of them. That way we can always, in a sense, take whatever God asks us to do and see it as a gift. And I was thinking <clears throat> that's one of the things that is important to realize that we can really trust God for everything that he gives. Everything that God allows to happen in our life is meant for good because God is love. And it is love that needy people call forth in us. The poor, Jesus said, are always, you always have with you, but you do not always have me. That's John 12:8. It is love that is the ultimate ground of all healing. Isaiah 58:8 says, if you share, if we share our bread or whatever we have with the hungry, then our wound will quickly be healed. As we, in other words, let our love flow out to others and let it be received, then, then it, get, it comes to us too. Paul does give a caution. He says we're not to impoverish ourselves in the process of giving. He says in 2 Corinthians 8, 10 to 15. You know, we're not to give more than we can give. Because God trusts our, he, he speaks to us in reality. But as we saw with, with my friend, even our inability to help can itself be a gift. For then we can pray that Jesus loved both of us. I often tell people that, you know, the way to intercede for people, like your children or whatever, that they, that you want so much to make up for having you know, had trouble bringing them up or modeling in the wrong way or whatever. And <clears throat> you can't really do it because they aren't ready to accept things from you. Well, what you can do is model it. So I suggest that people, when they think of what the other person needs, if they simply would, you might say, ask God to show them what the person needs and then pray that they receive it. So in this case, if my friend realizes that her relative needed to trust in God, then she could pray that she would trust God ever more deeply, like getting that credit card sent back to her. Then she could get the groceries. Then she could get the, the trust, the faith that her friend needed. And somehow or another, God has a way of communicating that to other people once we have it. So if we model the solution in ourselves, then no matter who God sends to us or what they ask, we can always see it as a grace, even if we can't respond. We can always bring it to them, to God, and ask him to give what we aren't able to give. And that will help all of us. If you have a question, again, call us at 224-585-9734. We'll take a break, and then we'll, we'll take up some other questions or answers things that are on your mind. Um, I, there's so much to unpack in what you shared. Um, in praying for one of my children who does not want to hear about uh, needing to go to church, needing God in his life, um, the best way for, for us to model uh, the solution, how would, you, how would you advise one about that? That they didn't want to go to church? Right. Well, 
or, belief, uh-huh. or it didn't have the belief that I, I thought they should have. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe deep in his heart he does, but what if he, he really hasn't, he's left the faith, so to speak? Well, I, I don't think we can give anything to somebody that doesn't want it. Right. So the first thing is to, in a sense, say the blessing that it's been for you to have that and that you would sympathize with her not having it, you know. Mm-hmm. If she, and if there were any questions that she has, you could, you could try to answer them from their experience. For example, yeah, I would like to do it, but, uh, you know, I can't seem to be able to, or I don't really believe it's true, and so I'd feel like I was failing myself. And so, okay, well, what is it that keeps you from thinking that would be true? Is God? Is it too good that God would want to give you that, or do you think God? Maybe you don't believe that God is here. So we could start right there. Mm-hmm. Or <clears throat> if there's nothing that a person can do, they aren't even listening to you. They don't really care what you think. <laughs> then 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 I would ask just like I said I would ask God to show me what it is that they need like if it's faith in God then ask for the deeper kind of faith that they don't have and if you can't give it then ask them to bring something to them that would give them that faith oh, that's so beautiful. release them to God I remember Bobby Kavnar once said you know when he got he was the early days of the charismatic we knew only had five kids and they all had gone off in various directions it, it, the harder he tried to <laughs> to, to, to uh, do the right by them he was a you know I think it was a colonel in the Air Corps or something so he, he felt them like a military group well they all had alienated them but finally when he was healed he, he asked Scott uh, what could he do and he said nothing you're the problem but if we release them to me I'll take care of it. Oh, thank you, Father. And he did. If that... he released them to Jesus, thank Jesus you, Father. The Holy Family thank Catholic you. Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT. 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hi, this is Father Paul White from Holy Apostles in McHenry, Illinois. We are very excited, Holy Apostles, about the new WSFI radio station because it gives us an opportunity to do what the Pope calls us to do, to new evangelization and bring the Word of God to those who might not be able to get out to church. So we look forward to everyone in McHenry and Lake County taking advantage of this opportunity to listen to WSFI. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio 
is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back. We're with Father Bob Sears, who just gave a, a stunning presentation about um, about when other people ask you to pray for them, um, and, and it's difficult. Um, Father, before we continue, or you continue, we have a, a lot of a minute, a few minutes to prayer requests from our listeners. We we had a ton last week. We do have one lady who uh, we're going to ask you to pray for who is um, suicidal and extremely depressed. And I know you've talked about depression a lot and you've experienced it. And so I a- would ask you to help help your, with the prayer for this woman who is very, so down and considering ending her life. Her name is Anna. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, it's very difficult to, to say when we don't know the actual situation. But let's, let's just say that all depression comes from a wounded love. Uh, basically, we're made for love, and when we don't have it, we feel dead inside. And so, oftentimes, it's loss of somebody or being overwhelmed, and you think God is overburdening you and not giving you the resources to deal with it, so you, you feel God isn't trustworthy. You know, what is it that we stops us from trusting God, for example? You know, it's, we could say, you know, God, the relative, for example, that I spoke about in the first part, she didn't trust God, probably because she prayed for something when she was younger and it didn't happen the way she expected. I often hear this from people. Why did God put me in a family that has so many problems? Why don't I have the money I need to help, you know, to get the help I need? Why don't I get the friends that I need to get out of my loneliness? So, in a sense, we're we're testing God, and, and he doesn't come through the way we would like, and so we feel like he really doesn't love us, and he's the last resort, you know, because our parents don't love us very much, or we don't love ourselves. <clears throat> so, if the, if the person is considering suicide, then something has to die. Certainly an attitude that has been with her probably her whole life and she can't change that by herself so it's like love isn't something that I can force I can't do something to make love happen love happens when I'm not trying it's just a gift and so in some ways the first thing you can do for the person is say yeah that's painful be with them in their suffering so that they know somebody isn't going to run away if they if if she shares her sadness with them and then just say well you know if you like with myself god broke through that and showed me that what i was trying to do namely understand the depression was just making it worse because i was doing it and it 
I didn't realize until later that it's really only love that heals. But what happened was that God gave me a text in Scripture. So sometimes reading Scripture can help. The text said, don't look at what is behind. Behold, I make all things new. So it, it wasn't going to be healed by my looking at what caused it. It was going to be healed by my trusting that God is always creating new now, and he loves. Everything he does is love. And he can only love. And so then if a person says, well, I can't believe that God loves me. and Well, okay, then ask God to show you. Or to create the receptivity in you to receive God's love. Because he never changes. He can't do anything else. God is love, and he can't do anything else. So he's total faithful love. It's not just, you know, giving things. He gives himself. He wants to give himself to us. And so... It's a matter of saying, okay, Lord, I don't know how to do it. I wasn't able to receive my parents' love if they did love me. They seem to have trouble loving each other, too. I give all of that to you, Jesus, and I ask that you teach me. And so we pray for Anna, Lord, that you would open her heart to receive your love. And that you would know that you gave her your mother on the cross. You said, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. And the son was the disciple Jesus loved. So she basically gave us his mother, all those that he loves, to be our mother. And she loves in the Holy Spirit. So she loves with God's own love. So I just pray that that would be received by this this lady, Anna. And that she could open her heart, and if she can't do it, and she shouldn't try harder, she should just receive it like a little child. Jesus said, unless we become like little children, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So, Lord, we ask for that grace in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You know, in Matthew, Jesus said, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive it if you have faith. Um, Amen. I just Amen. love that so much. And if we only believe that, <laughs> uh, all our problems well, could be yeah, solved. And we can always pray with the, the the man whose son was, you know, epileptic seizures and the evil spirit. He said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Yes, yes, yes. I try to believe. I'm coming to you for help. So I'm trying to believe. Help my unbelief. Um, Open my heart to the fullness of your love. That's so beautiful. Um, you know, uh, I, in one of my uh, books, uh, the book on the Mass, uh, The Great Gift of God's Love, C.S. Lewis summed it up one time. He said, in the gospel, Jesus promises us infinite joy, but we act like poor children who continue to make mud pies in a slum because we can't imagine what is meant by an offer of a holiday at sea. We settle. We don't really believe in God's outrageous generosity. I know. One time I was getting a, a computer, and, you know, I, a Jesuit, I shouldn't be spending on too much money, you know, and I, I, was, I wasn't real pleased with the one I was thinking about, but I heard my friend who kind of had this running dialogue with the Lord, and he, she heard the Lord laugh. He said, doesn't he, doesn't he think I want him to be happy? <laughs> That's so wonderful. And my, my inner sense, sense said no. <laughs> and then I knew I said the wrong thing. You know, oh, so. Of course. So I <laughs> so hope you got a good I was computer. asking the Lord to change my God image because right. our God image has to be changed. Yes. 
Yes. Who of us would believe that God would become so humble that he wouldn't wait for us to change, but he would identify with us in our sin? Yes, yes. Who would us believe that, that God is that way? And even after that, we think that God has to be placated by Jesus, but it was the Father that sent Jesus. Mm. Mm. And Jesus says, no one knows the Father except the Son, and Philip, who sees me, sees the Father. So if you see me doing that, that's because the Father did it before me. Amen. He's, he's giving his best. He can't come himself because he has to keep the universe united. Yeah. <laughs> he's got work to do. So he could send his Son, who is God, with him, because we believe in God as a trinity. Three persons in one God. Um, and so, Father, in your notes for this um, presentation this morning, um, you, you wrote something that really touched my heart deeply, and I think it'll touch our listeners. You said, one of the greatest gifts we can give to other people is to pray for them. In praying yes. for them, you will find your love for them growing. Now, you told this short, the story about this man, a teacher, was given a class of junior high kids to teach. Do you want to tell that story? Uh, the <clears throat> yeah that, well I let's well I see if I, I can I can tell it because I've I've lived it after I read that he uh -huh. he was given a class of kids to teach and and they became transformed what was his secret he had a little black book and each page had a picture of a boy with a note having trouble with math or he comes to church without his parents he oh, said. Yes. This teacher said, I pray over these names every day, and I can hardly wait to see the boys on Sunday and see what God has done in their lives. <laughs> Isn't that neat? Oh. Yes, that's, that's, that's one of the stories that I, I saw in a, in a little book that was given to me. That, that's a powerful thing. In fact, I thought of doing that myself and putting all the pictures of those I'm interceding for in a little book. Well, well <laughs> yeah. Father, I have to tell you, I did that. After I saw oh. your notes yesterday, I went and I had one of these grandma little brag booklets, these where uh. you put pictures in, and it was sitting in my drawer. Uh -huh. I hadn't used it. So I have some very urgent prayer requests for my kids, my grandkids, a friend's daughter, and I put their pictures in the in the this thing, in this booklet. <laughs> and I'm carrying it around with me and it's my new way to pray. Wow, beautiful. It's wonderful. That's <laughs> I just love it. I do, you just inspired me so much with that story. Yes. You know. It's, it's a beautiful story. That right. The, uh, James said, you know, one of the best things that we can do for people to pray for them. And Jesus said, you know, everybody that the Lord gives us or even makes us think of, we're probably being invited to pray for them. Because oh. Jesus said, no one can come to me unless it's granted to me by my Father. So if if he's opening your heart to remember somebody or to pray for them, then it's probably he wants you to do that. Well, you might have a dream of somebody or something like that. He might be giving you that person to intercede for and let his love flow through you. You don't have to think you're giving it. Mm -hmm. Just let God give it through you for the person. Let him love them in you. And so that, that fully... Um 
is in agreement with what I've studied and learned, uh, especially from Juliana of Norwich. God wants to give us the desires of our hearts. And then there's another source that I read, another a pastor. He wrote that in Aramaic, the word for prayer comes from a root that means to set a trap. And the idea mm -hmm. is to set our minds like a trap to catch the voice of God as it appears in our heart. And isn't that just like what you were saying? That God gives us a dream or something uh, to remind us to, to pray for that person because he wants it. Yes, we're saved, we're saved in community. And that's because we're just like the Trinity. The Trinity is a community. And the Father gives everything to the Son and the Son returns everything to the Father. And their joint love is what gives rise to the Holy Spirit, who in a sense celebrates their love and wants to communicate it to, to all of us. Mm. And so that's really what love does. Love wants to heal, and since God is love, nothing is impossible. So no one is beyond the possibility. He can create the love that we didn't get in our past because He is God. He creates out of nothing. And he can make it if we give him permission. And so if if we think of someone and or, you know, we're, we're praying and then a thought comes in our mind about a person, it's probably God, you know, asking us to pray for them. And with that, Father, we have to wind down now. We're out of time. Would you give okay. a blessing to everyone? May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest on you and bring all the love and healing that God wants for you. been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.